the 50th GST Council recommended a 28% tax for online gaming, casinos, and horse racing. So, what has been the reaction? So, how has been the reaction of the gaming industry about the same? What are the other important takeaways from the 50th GST Council meet? Hi there! Welcome to the Business Line podcast. This is Nabodita Kanguli. I'm joined today by Shishir Sinha, who will explain more about this. So, Shishir, this 28% GST that's trending everywhere. Can you tell us a bit about this 28% GST that will be levied soon on online gaming? The three key things, online gaming, casinos and horse racing. These three have always been in news because of the tax rate. And one key component was that the government was saying that 28% was levied and industry had different opinion. For example, online gamers are imposing 18% tax and that is on just on the platform fee or what we call as the gross gaming revenue or GGR. GST council has decided and uh, the decision is that 28% will be applicable on all the three online gaming, casinos and processing and that will be on the full face value. That means if you are going to say casino or if you are going on an online platform, if you are paying 100 rupees, this also includes the platform fee. Now 28% will be applicable on entire 100 rupees. Earlier, it was just on the platform fee. So this is one of the contentious issue. And that is why industry is very much worried that it is going to affect uh, the investment as well as the job opportunity and the businesses. But uh, government has its own say. Government says that because of the some sort of morality and some, some sort of social cause, they have decided to levy 28% GST on casinos, horses, and online gaming. Okay. So there is also the conversation about game of skill or chance. This is something we discussed earlier also in one of our podcasts. What exactly is game of skill or chance? People are saying the distinction is very important and the government is not keeping that. So could you elaborate a bit on that? From the GST council point of view, the one word or rather I would use the word term, they are using the term actionable claim. They are not going into game of skill or game of chance. They are just saying these three are the actionable claims. What is actionable claim? That if one action takes place, then this will happen. So earlier in schedule uh, three of uh, CGST law, there are three actionable claims. One is the betting, then gambling and lottery. Now they are saying that casinos, horse racing and online gaming will also be treated as the actionable claim and that will be included in the schedule three of the CGST law. So now the government is not talking about game of skill versus game of chance. Game of skill versus game of chance was mostly discussed uh, uh, mostly discussed by the industry. And they were also part of some of the judicial pronouncement. But from the government point of view, the only thing they are saying that these three are the actionable claims. And these will attract 28% on the face value. Okay, understood. And this reaction, as you said, that the gaming industry, of course, is not very happy about it. Some are also saying that it will not only impact the gaming industry, it will have an impact on the economy. What do you think about the same? See, this industry is growing like anything. And, uh, you know, uh, people are playing more and more games. They are also going to casinos. The most important factor here is the online gaming. That industry is having more voice on this particular issue because they feel that investment will be affected, less players will be available or 
the cost of placing the bid will be costly or cost cost of placing uh, a bid on the online gaming platform will be costly and uh, people will be affected so if there are lesser number of people of course the industry will be affected the other concern is that foreign players will get the benefit why foreign players will get the benefit because they are not under indian law or indian legislation so they will get an advantage and uh, domestic player will get affected but what the government is saying that we are going to create a mechanism where foreign players will not have an edge over the domestic player both will be treated at par what we call in the economic language is a uh, level playing field so industry concern is that uh, the bet will be costly people will get less winning amount so they will be dis- uh, they will be looking for another option and they will also be looking for the foreign platform the government is saying that they should not worry if people want to play uh, any kind of game on online gaming or if they are going to casino they will continue to do so and uh, uh, that's not going to impact the overall industry per se okay understood so basically we have to wait wait and watch and see what exactly happens yeah because now the government is moving mm-hmm. a bill in during the uh, monsoon session of parliament and that uh, bill when in it will be enacted the process of uh, leaving 28% under law uh, as actionable claim will start please remember government has always maintained the stand that online gaming casinos and horse racing attract 28% it is the online gaming players they are collecting only 18% and that on the uh, what we call as the ggr now it will be in black and white that you have to collect 28% on full value what we understand and what we are expecting that the matter will move to uh, various courts and one of the uh, decisions with which people are waiting uh, on the bangalore based game stop which is uh, going to be uh, heard in supreme court very soon because the government is going to file Uh, SLP against the Karnataka High Court ruling, which went into favor of the company. So that ruling will also uh, will determine the future direction. But as of now, government is very much confident that uh, there should not be any problem in collecting twenty eight percent. Okay, understood. So, what about the other takeaways? Like there were lots of discussions also about the relief that cancer patients will get now that it will not attract GST. That's a very a uh, good move and that's a very human phase of taxation because when we are talking about cancer drug or special uh, need meal imported by uh, center of excellence or by individual uh, they will be exempted from the custom duty they will be exempted from the igst which is the integrated goods and services tax which is levied on the imported item see these goods are uh, or these drugs are very costly they are life saver but they are very costly and we have heard so many stories that people went for crowd funding uh, to get money and uh, buy that product uh, so if even the tax it is a 5% or 12% uh, that will add to the overall cost so it's a it's a really very good move very positive move and uh, this is certainly going to help uh, the people who need these drugs and th- please remember these are the life saver drugs so if you are able to save the life through giving an exemption uh, uh under the taxation system it will be a, a very positive side of the uh, taxation system also uh, we need to remember that import by the company or by the industry that will not be covered under this part 
Okay, understood. Lastly, Shishir, are there any other important takeaways that we should keep in mind or we should know about? Uh, one particular thing which is uh, very much uh, in discussion is about the utility vehicles. So what happened during the last meeting, the GST Council recommended a category which is called sports utility vehicle. And they gave four parameters. That one is that it is popularly known as SUV. The length is more than four meter. The engine capacity is more than 1500 cc and the ground length clearance is 170 millimeters. Now, the problem is that many of the companies have also launched uh, what we call as the MUV. Uh, and there are other names also with the similar kind of feature. Now, what GST Council has recommended that there will be nothing called SUV, but it will be just utility vehicle. Utility vehicle, any vehicle which is covering three aspects. One, uh, the length is more than four meter. Number two, the engine capacity is more than 1500 cc. And number three, if the ground clearance is uh, 170 millimeter. So these utility vehicle will attract GST at the rate of 28% and over above there will be cess at the rate of 22%. So total tax or the actual tax will be 50% on these kind of vehicle. Uh, now the question is that what will happen to sedan? Uh, we understand that as of now there is no question on the issue of sedan. But if the question is raised by industry, uh, then the government may, may come out with a clarification. But at this moment, all the utility vehicle, whether we call it SUV, whether we call it MUV, or by any other name, uh, fulfilling three of the criteria will attract 50%. So, and how has been the reaction of the automobile sector about the same? Automobile sectors, uh, automobile companies are saying that they are already living uh, up uh, this, uh, this much taxation. So, it's not going to impact much. But still, they are waiting for the final uh, circular on this issue. That will give a much clearer idea uh, about that, uh, how this is going to be uh, uh, levied and what kind of price uh, uh, changes they have to make. But one thing is very clear that if one is going to market and uh, one is planning to buy a car and he is going for MUV to get some kind of lesser price, for him, now that route will be difficult to follow. Okay, understood. I think all of it is in discussion stage now. Once the circulars are issued, we'll have a better understanding. No, recommendations have been made. Mm -hmm. Now, it is a process. When the GST mm -hmm. Council meets, they make certain recommendations. Post-recommendation, the, if there is a change in legislation required, then that will go to the parliament. If there is no change, in most of the cases, there is no change in the legislation, no change in legislation is required. Then CBIC, that's a Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Custom, and State GST Department, which is also called as the Commercial Tax Department in various states and UT, they issue circular so that in any recommendation uh, that will be applicable all over the country. And also remember that there are two parts. One is called legislation and another one is called subordinate legislation. So subordinate legislation means circular or instruction issued by the departments. And that has uh, that gives a clarity, that gives a clarification on this issue. So what we talked about uh, casinos, online gaming and horse racing, that is that requires amendment in the legislation. For the utility vehicle, you need to go for the subordinate legislation. All right. Okay. Understood. On that note, Shishi, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.